The Lasso Way with Matt and Neil. The Lasso Way, episode number two. We're doing another one, Neil. We got I, we got lighted for a, <laughs> or green lighted for another episode. Yeah, we've we've had literally tens of people asking about this, so uh, we're we're back for more. But um, so um, just a quick description of the episode. I don't think we did that at the, at the beginning of the last one, but um, the Apple description is it's Ted's first day of coaching and fans aren't happy. He makes little headway, but remains undeterred as the team plays its first first match. So with that description, Neil, what do you think of this episode? Just generally Great second episode. I mean, we're still learning a lot of the characters. Um, I think overall, um, you know, this episode kind of sets, sets in motion the people that are going to be open to the, the Ted Lasso way of, of interacting and yeah. uh, some of the, the tougher nuts to crack uh, also identify themselves in this episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, 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 the wily veteran and the young superstar <laughs> um, yep. are both going to be difficult for Ted to, to, to break them to the yeah. Lasso way. Yeah. Later we find out uh, Keith Richards and uh, Mick Jagger uh, is an analogy that's used, but, um, but yeah. So one thing I kind of want to do as we go through, we're going to rank the episodes. We're going to have a survivor league for episodes. So is this episode better than the pilot or do you, uh, you think the pilot's better in your Ooh, opinion? Tough. I didn't think about that. Oh, I, I mean, that, that's like, that's like, you know, which one of the, your kids do you like more? <laughs> Which, which well, one do you like more? Yeah, well, they won't listen to this for a while. So, uh, yeah, either way, I'm not going to answer it. Actually, never mind. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I actually, I think I like the pilot episode better than this episode. I still like this episode a lot, mind you. But uh, the pilot is still king of the hill for me. So, so in order so far, the, the best episode thus far is episode number one, followed by this one. I, I still think I like the, the pilot better. But I could be... I mean, I'd watch either of them. I've watched both of them several times already. So, um, but yeah, I mean, there's certainly not as much like crammed into this one though. That's for sure. I mean, it's uh, just starting to tell some stories as opposed to just introducing a bunch of people, but, but yeah, so I'm going to make you choose though. You don't get off. You don't get to just be a politician and say, you don't know. And you didn't think about it. I'll say one then too. If you're going to make me, I'll say (laughs) one. Uh, Just from the simple fact that, you know, it's, it's enjoyable to kind of, meet the characters and, uh, and that, and that sort of thing, you know, just yeah. learning, uh, it, you know, this, this uh, episode doesn't travel as much. I mean, it's all kind of yeah. almost within uh, the, the grounds for them for the most part. Um, yeah. so it's yeah. a little bit more, um, you know, we don't, we don't see some of the other places where uh, scenes take place, like, you know, the pub quite as much as we do in, in some later yeah. episodes. It's, it's really just isolated to, um, you know, the training ground and, you know, game day and that kind of stuff. But yeah. But anyway. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, we'll, we'll go through quickly and kind of give a little rundown of some scenes, but uh, probably more highlight just kind of the the high points and stuff and why kind of why Ted Lasso is a good person to, (laughs) to follow a little bit. But uh, so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, opening scene, it's kind of, he's just nervous again. And obviously, and, and they're just walking to work. He almost gets smoked by a car, which is kind of funny. But uh, I, this part sure. just kind of strikes me because he's just such a man of the people, like a Premier League manager just walking um, yeah. with, his, with his buddy to work. Um, After and, having uh, a large 
piece of cereal yeah. for breakfast. Yeah. 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 That's piece of cereal. Egg. Yeah. Yeah. That is, um, but, which, uh, which, yeah, he's adjusting to his surroundings. It's definitely, you know, he's almost getting hit by cars cause he doesn't know which way they're going to be driving on. He's just not used to it. And, yeah. and, and, and that scene too, there's also an appearance by yeah. um, oh, a yeah. street musician, which, which you want to maybe check out. Um, he, he, he becomes a, a savior yeah. in one of the episodes, you know, saves the day in, in a later episode and kind of yeah. steals the show. Um, yeah. but yeah, that, that's kind of a, a good first glimpse, um, yeah. into this. And I, I think that, and, you know, just, you know, the community as a whole, like, it just seems like they really built a world that you'd want to go check out. Like, yeah, you know, when I started watching this, I was just like, I want to go visit there. You know, like yeah. when, pand- yeah. when pand- pandemic's over, I'm going to, yeah. to see a Richmond yeah. game and I'm going to the yeah. pub and yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to go play soccer with this girl that keeps, uh, uh, she's just everywhere, wherever coach is kind she of. Appears. Yeah. Ted had a pretty funny quote about her though, too, because she's kind of getting heckled by all the boys playing. And uh, she kind of nutmegs one of the guys on the one of the boys on the pitch. And Ted just says, you know, it's the best way to stick it to the man sometimes is to go straight between his legs. So that was, that was kind of a funny bit, too, I thought. But um, but yeah, so, I mean, they're walking to work essentially for the day. Uh, had a short walk to get some coffee and then they end up at, at work and uh, they end up in Rebecca's office. Not unlike last episode where we have one of the better scenes in Rebecca's office and he introduces this biscuits with the boss, which is a great running theme too. Um, great concept. Before the, yeah, absolutely. Before they sit down, though, he does reiterate this, and I, and I appreciate this. He reiterates one again, once again, excuse me, that uh, tea is horrible, um, and, and I'm going to reiterate that too from the first episode because uh, with like Ted, I think it's absolute garbage water. And uh, again, I don't care what my wife says because she's not on the podcast yet, so <laughs> she'll have a rebuttal at some point, but. But first question for Neil of the day, one of the biscuits with the boss questions was first concert, best concert. Do you know the, do you know the answers to this uh, for yourself? I think think (laughs) the first big concert that I went to was with you. It was, uh, it was Faith Faith Hill (laughs) and and Tim Tim McGraw. McGraw. Yeah. And I think it was, it was the tour that they might've started doing, um, like dating kind of um yeah i, I can't but, confirm that i wasn't i wasn't a super fan by any, uh how did and how I, did we end up with tickets for that concert did we win them uh no uh our dad acquired them and i think he was <laughs> expecting money back but i i don't think he got he from I know us he did not, yeah 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 so yeah we went yeah that, that, but but i think i don't know if you'll agree but we have traveled to quite a few concerts together but yeah. best concert is yeah. probably because it also encompasses like the weekend around it, but like uh, yeah. the Ten Thousand Lakes Music Festival. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was but. that was a good one. I, you know, it was probably between that and uh, the first Coldplay concert at Alpine Valley. That was a pretty good sure. one. So sure. yeah, that's um, a good one too. Yeah, but but yeah, but yeah. But I uh, I think talking they, about this this question is is like a good. It is a good like conversation yeah. starter for a lot yeah. of people, although. I think right now, like, I think I've, I've done this with some people and right now it's kind of more of a sad question. Cause it just makes yeah. you think of, yeah. well, we can't really do that right now. Like when, yeah. when is the next concert? I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But, but, uh, but yeah, that's, uh, 
That's yeah, it's just a funny question. I'm not usually very good at identifying though. Like when people ask you what was the first CD you bought and stuff, like I have no idea. I know, I know you and our other brother split a lot of singles back in the sure. day, but uh, <laughs> yeah. but but yeah. So, well, I, she kind of eventually cuts him off, and we end up kind of back out on the training pitch a little bit. Um, and Ted's nervous, obviously. Um, and one of the things we didn't really talk about in the first episode, which I appreciate a lot from this show, is that. Like he and Beard obviously work together, but like they're just kind of like dudes too, and they're like really, really good friends. And it just seems like I don't know. I mean, that's not how you typically see male friendships kind of depicted in stuff. Because um, Beard certainly notices that Ted's very, very nervous, and he kind of has this tick with his hands that he does. That I mean, it seems like he's very, very anxious, and that kind of comes back in some later episodes too, obviously. But Beard kind of notices. Trade off. They trade off nerves yeah. too, right? Like yeah. Uh, Ted, Ted earlier in the day uh, is, is comforting uh, beard uh, when they're walking to work. And, you know, it's a good quote of the episode, not my lassoism, but you know, there's no such thing as, as, as last day jitters, you know, like, you know, exactly. They're embarking on, uh, on a new adventure and, and they, it's normal to have, you know, some nerves going into this project, but yeah, absolutely. Yep. But yeah, like I said, I just think it's, it's a cool way that they depict like two guys having a friendship and it's not like, you know, it's just not typical the way that they show that. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, they focus on Jamie Tart quite a bit in this training series or uh, scene and, you know, he's just kind of a prick. (laughs) I mean, and he's 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 a prima donna. Yep. Yep. And so um, he's really an easy guy to not like early on here. And uh, we'll see if it gets better for either of us as we go. But uh, yeah, he, he's an easy guy to not like early on. And um, he kind of he kind of embarrasses Sam on the training ground a little bit, um, which results in my lassoism for the episode. Oh, no. You, is this so, yours that's too? Fine. I'll, I'll go. I'll find a second choice. But yeah. OK. That's a, OK. Yeah. Go, yeah. go for it. That's a great that's a great uh, yeah. lassoism. Yep. I mean, so Sam gets kind of embarrassed and he's uh, not only gets embarrassed, then Jamie comes over and kind of talks over him, kind of Alan Iverson, like step over a little bit. And, uh, you know, Ted calls Sam over and pretty much just says, you know what the happiest animal in the world is? And Sam's like, I, you know, I have no idea. It's a goldfish because they've got a 10 second memory. So be more like a goldfish. And uh, again, I think that's just that's that's a that's a pretty good lassoism. Um that uh i mean just forget about it get, get on to the next thing which is a total sure. coach thing to do too but um i don't know his are always so wholesome it seems <laughs> um but uh and he and he's already kind of backing sam because they talk about it later but he's just kind of like no sam just needs to kind of get acclimated and um you know start getting used to this system of play and stuff like that but uh but yeah so we doubled up on the lassoism again anything else you wanted to say about that one <laughs> Well, no, it's it's a great scene. Uh, I think I think yeah, I think it's a good quote. It, it definitely pops up later, and I think that's one reason yeah. why it makes it real appealing. Um, yeah. you know the same the same exact quote pops up at a, a crucial uh, moment in yeah. the se- uh, later in the season. So um, yeah. it's a good thing to remember. You know, yeah. you did the best you could. Forget yep. it and uh, and yeah. uh, move on from it and and, and keep, yeah. keep moving forward. So yeah. They do a quick, so you're, you're right there. You, you see all the, the, this lassoism. That's such a good one. And then you cut immediately to Rebecca and Higgy boy uh, walking through the club. And she's just completely annoyed with that type of stuff from him. Cause she's just like, I, 
this guy's insufferable. Like he wants to talk to me and learn more about me so we can work well together. And, and Higgy obviously is, yeah. Like <laughs> she's confused by his niceness, which I yeah. think is, is actually very real. Like, I think yeah. like if you incorporated, if you watched this stuff and you incorporated a lot of these, you know, ways of interacting with people, I think initially people yeah. would be like, what's, what's this guy's angle? You know, like, yeah. Yeah. What, you know, what, what, what's going on here? Like, is this yeah. for real? And yeah, uh, yeah that, that's kind of what I got out of that scene a lot. I mean, she's, she, she's just trying to figure out what makes him tick and partially yeah. to take him down as well. But um, Cer- yeah, certainly as we find out uh, quite a bit behind that scheme, but, uh, but yeah, so um, <laughs> we, then we then cut to the parking lot and Keely makes a pretty solid entrance with her pretty sweet car i won't say the car because i think i messed up last episode and said that it was a ferrari but i don't think it was a ferrari i think it was a porsche but in any event um um so part of this scene is him doing exactly what you just said about rebecca is he's still trying to figure out jamie kind of um and when he comes out you know jamie makes a comment about you know whether having this lion versus panda debate jamie kind of backs into something that's rather psychologically healthy according to Ted, but I don't think he's any, he has any awareness of it, obviously. But when he says, you know, I'm just kind of, I'm me, why would I want to be anything else? But I, when I don't confronted with the question, would you want to be a lion or a panda? Yeah. I just want to be me. <laughs> yeah. But I, I don't think he meant it in uh, kind of the humble, humil- you know, <laughs> humble way that uh, Ted maybe takes it as, but because um, Jamie's not shown that he has that in him thus far so um <laughs> but, I, think, uh, I think at the, at the end of that scene too rebecca's just kind of lingering and just yeah. watching everything and and it looks like she sees something between keely yeah. and ted that she's yeah. gonna try to exploit like that's yeah that's her way in yeah um, it's what what you uh, important thing you get out of that that scene as well yeah. yeah absolutely and there's actually a funny little exchange at the end of it too uh Jamie on his way out says cheers. And I don't know if you caught this. Oh, but, yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Ted responds like night court. So kind of an homage back to the late night lineup on, uh, I don't know if that was NBC back in the day, but uh, then we get to the pub for a pretty good scene too. We find out it's Sam's birthday, but they go start going through the suggestions that were left in the suggestion box. Which and, I uh, think the suggestion box box is awesome. You know, like yeah. he's, he's yeah. just start. And most of the time, suggestion boxes are when the are, are implemented when the the sinks the, the the ship is sinking already. You know, like yeah. things are going bad. Let's let's ask everybody how things are going. But very proactive, trying to get input from from the team and uh, figure out you know what he can do to improve everybody's yeah. experience in the locker yep. room. Yep. But- uh it's a good sentiment but I, it doesn't seem that the team took it quite as uh earnestly as ted was treating it because we find out from may um there there's a there's a running theme to some of the suggestions that uh they all think he's a wanker and may um gives us a visual as to what that exactly means so uh we'll, we'll let you experience that when you watch the show but um but we have following that another funny line from Roy and it's the second Ronald McDonald or the second McDonald's insult that he hurls at Ted. Um, and he, he hopes Roy Kent hopes that uh, Ted chokes on a Big Mac, which again, which um, he signed his, his suggestion. Yeah. They were yeah. anonymous, but he, cho- yeah. he chose not make it anonymous, but 
Yeah. Which again, I can, I can appreciate that. Like Roy is not one to hide behind anything. He's going to let you know. I mean, clearly that's, <laughs> that's been his theme from the, from the get go. So, uh, but yeah, it was just kind of a funny, again, another McDonald's reference from him. So um Next morning, we got Higgy Boy in the office when he comes for biscuits in the bot or biscuits with the boss again. Um, and, and he goes through his best concert, first concert, best conference uh, concert is Kenny Rogers and the Beastie Boys, which um, those would probably be pretty good. But uh, the, the <laughs> I thought one of the funnier things in this scene was just the way that Ted stormed back in after a Higgy Boy's joke. <laughs> Like, yeah, they're going to have salads I, together. And yeah. he's, he, he says, Caesar, you later. Yeah. yeah. And like, I, you, you know, but feel... I, think, I, think, I think the reason why he storms back in is because he's getting, he, he's making an impact, you know, like, yeah. it's, it's yeah. A, like, would, would Higgins make that comment a week no. ago? I no. don't think so. I don't, I don't think so. And when People you watch it. out of his shell. <laughs> yeah. And when you watch it, like you can feel Ted Lasso enter the room again, even though he's not on screen right away, because it's very aggressive. He like throws the door open. It's pretty good. Um, but yeah, so I, I appreciated that. It was pretty good. But uh, We're all seeing like right after that, too, is, you know, like we had the suggestion box and one of the suggestions was the water pressure yeah. in, in the showers. And there's just a, a small scene where where you know ted and beard are looking at the showers and i think you know a comment was made about the shower prostate or something like that yeah. but uh um, yeah. but uh you know like i think you know with what happened with the suggestion box you know there's a lot of negative comments about him personally yeah. but he it didn't deter him from taking care of legitimate concerns from those suggestions so i thought that was it's a minor scene but you know it's a, yeah you know yeah, absolutely. So again, he can get dumped on with negative stuff, but he'll find the one silver lining and, and do what he can to fix it. Absolutely. So, yeah. Um, then, then he starts orchestrating another birthday or another like box for uh, Sam's birthday, which is, which is pretty good. And Jamie's still a prick though. He puts gum in it, which is just annoying. Again, can't say it enough. Jamie Tart is a really easy character to not like, <laughs> but obviously it's by design, but I, I can't say it off. He did have a pretty funny line though. when He told Roy to take his sweater off before he went into the shower. Sure. <laughs> so it's not to say that he can't he be did, funny, I suppose. He but, does not miss an opportunity to rip on his, on his teammates ever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, yeah, I mean, so at the press conference again, just kind of there, there it's a, it's a little bit of a shark tank in there. I mean, Ted initially just gets asked a question about offsides, which, I watch a lot of soccer and I know what offsides is, but it is tough to, to explain, even if you know it, but uh, he makes a reference to the United States Supreme court pornography test, which is a pretty good, pretty good uh, retort. Although I, I'm not sure how much British football journalists would know <laughs> um, the United States Supreme court test for pornography, but uh, it's a pretty good response, but he, he makes uh, a lot of references that are, are uh, centric to his own culture that I don't think necessarily yeah you know, hit home with the, the audience yeah. of the press conference, but yeah. 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 And, and the press conference ends again with kind of Rebecca being attacked. And, you know, I think part of this is to, you know, she does some pretty bad stuff in this show, but I, I think they do try and establish that like, it's kind of, she's earned it a little bit. Like <laughs> she's been treated pretty poorly throughout 
her experience, you know, in this club and kind of, you know, her ex-husband, obviously. So, uh, so yeah, I, I don't know if that's to establish that or what, but uh, you certainly kind of feel bad for it. Cause it was kind of, it was kind of a, a dick move question that that guy asks her in front of, you know, the world or at least the country. So sure. But he was uh, more of a tabloid journalist kind of yeah, asking yeah. a question that wasn't relative to like the game that they had coming yeah. up. He just yeah. yeah wanted to see her reaction. And, and the yeah. next scene, Ted's comforting her, you know, mm-hmm. which, which, which is really cool. Um, yeah. You know, but in the meantime, you know, she's trying to take him down, but you know, he's yeah. really trying to take care of her as, as much as possible in, in that yeah. situation, which, which was good. Yeah. And they cut to him during the press conference too. And he certainly was like concerned, but um, didn't feel the need or to, to step in at that point. But, uh, but yeah, the office uh, scene that you're talking about though, my question for you, I got another one for you. He's, he's trying some uh, Arthur Bryant barbecue sauce, I believe. So you live in Texas, you've had Kansas city barbecue. You got, you got two plates of barbecue in front of you. Which one are you going for? Texas barbecue or KC barbecue? <laughs> um, Texas forever. <laughs> it's going yeah. to be Texas all day. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. No contest. I mean, K- yeah. Kansas city barbecue, you know, there's a lot of good, I mean, you know, either state, you know, you're going to get a good meal, you know? Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Texas, Texas barbecue for sure. No question. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I think I'm with you on that one too. Um, but like you say, I don't, either way, it's a good thing, but, uh, you can't go, but yeah. if you have both options before you, that's not a bad day. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah. And then another, just more wholesome content from Ted to Rebecca. He, he ends this scene with giving her one of his army men that his kid gave him uh, and kind of points the army guy towards the door in case that journalist were to come back and ask any more questions. So, you know, trying to take care of her even more, but, but uh, then we cut to the photo shoot and we, we quickly realized that Keely has chosen the lion. <laughs> um, and this is all in an effort to kind of establish or not establish, but, you know, he's trying to, He's, he's found Keeley because Rebecca has told him to, because she seems to be plotting something else, but uh, he's legitimately trying to find out how he can motivate Jamie. And uh, what motivates him is a very good part of the scene for sure. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, and, and his, his, his reaction to it was just priceless. He's just like, you know, is there, is there a second option? And they, and, and they, and they both laugh at that, but yeah. I think I could watch that scene like all day and I laugh at that part every single time because sure. it's, it's, it's pretty dang funny, but, uh, but yeah, you know, comes away that like positive reinforcements, the way to go. And that's, you know, right up Ted's alley. So that's what he's going to go with. But the scene ends with some uh, photos being taken from the paparazzi and, and we, we start to wonder how that could be, but if it wasn't, uh, if it wasn't clear at that point, you know, it's hard for me to know when I figured that out because I've seen the episode so many times at this point, but I, I would imagine on the first watch, you kind of have an idea as to what's going on there, but, uh, but maybe not, but, uh, but yeah. So then they, they're getting warmed up for getting ready for their, their game against crystal palace, um, which has been mentioned several times throughout the show. They played them earlier in the year and they're playing them here in their first game with Ted Lasso, which it's also interesting. Like, um, I mean, Ted, like they've mentioned Crystal Palace a bunch, but I mean, do you have any ideas to why they would be doing that? I mean, 
sure. And their colors line up with Crystal Palace because, and they are using their stadium. Uh, our intern did some <laughs> crack in, investigating and discovered yeah. that yeah. you know their home stadium is actually Crystal Palace's uh, home yeah. stadium. So yeah. their colors are, are are very are Crystal Palace colors to align yeah. with the the seating and and all that. So um, yeah, no coincidence that that's their first opponent. Uh, yeah in Ted's uh, inaugural season. Sure. Well, and that was the other interesting thing about this scene was that we kind of learned that this changeover in ownership and stuff, like it it seems like it's just occurred mid season. (laughs) Um, Cause they say in the the pregame that, you know, it's new owner in the box and new coach. And it's just like, you know, for a while there, you kind of think that maybe Rebecca has been the owner for the whole season, but uh, it seems like she's just, just kind of taken over from, the from divorce. when the pilots start, yeah, when the, the pilots the divorce, started. Yeah, yeah, just as finalized, and she's she's running things now. Yep, yep, mid-season. They didn't even, they didn't even wait. But, uh, but yeah, so they do a little happy birthday for Sam, and Sam is uh, heartened to see all of his teammates kind of chip in for that, which is pretty cool. And Ted tries to give him an army man too, but uh, <laughs> um, being from where he, he is. <laughs> he doesn't have the same affinity towards <laughs> – the American yeah. military. I think that yeah. was a great way he passed it off though, too. Like, yeah. I mean, like if your boss is going to do some weird stuff sometimes and yeah. uh, you know, he definitely acknowledges settlement, you know, the sentiment of the gesture, yeah. but just like, yeah, I, I don't really like <laughs> army men. Like, like you do. Can, yeah. can, can I not keep this? You know? Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but, but I think he acknowledged, you know, what he was trying to do, you know, it was, you know, trying to give him, you know, some comfort and uh, yeah. acknowledge the connection he had with his son and, yeah. you know, pawned off the army man quite well. Yeah. To which Jamie looks on and, and you know, pretty much just says, give me a freaking break. But so, <laughs> so Jamie's still Jamie. Uh, he's just kind of a prick. But um, but yeah, then they go out onto the pitch to, for the game and uh, it's um, – Ted comes up to Beard just a couple seconds after uh, Beard has reached the touchline and looks at Ted and tells him that his fly is down. <laughs> um, Which would have been good if it was down for the whole game, especially yeah. with the chant going on in the stands, you know? Well, that's exactly what I was about to say. I mean, like, he, he's, he's being told his fly is down seconds before he's coming onto the pitch to the chance of wanker. Uh, which is, I mean, that's pretty, just pretty dang funny, I thought. But, uh, but yeah, so, but we find out pretty quickly that they just get embarrassed by Crystal Palace four to one. Um, and uh, they, they head back to the locker room and Roy Kent is fuming because it's a terrible result, obviously. Uh, Jamie is taking issue with the announcers, not giving him enough credit for it, you know, making it four to one as the, as opposed to four to zero. And they really hammer home the fact that it was like a worthless goal meant nothing like in stoppage time all of these multiple times and they also highlight the fact that the one the one bright spot was was sam yeah birthday boy sam um so some of the the work that was done in the episode you know to kind of turn turn his fortunes around since since moving there kind of worked yeah well and we also i mean ted starts trying to coach him up or trying to coach up jamie too obviously in this thing because ted sees the same thing that the commentators do too right and he knows it's a worthless goal, but he brings him into the office and just kind of says, like, you're the that's best my, athlete. That's my, that's my second choice. Okay. The, you, you, you take it over. You take it over then. Yeah. Ted says to him, 
you might be so sure that you're one in a million yep. that sometimes you forget that you're just one of 11. Yep. Absolutely. Which is great. Which is yeah, great. It is. Yep. And just, again, just coaches him up. He's the best athlete he's ever coached. And once you're able to turn me into us, like, you know, the sky's the limit. Um, but you know, it's the, it's the positive reinforcement hint that he got from Keeley because that's, exclusively what he's trying to do because ted knows that that was a worth it was a worthless goal and it meant nothing but he knows that jamie's going to respond to that so he's planted he knows he's not going to be able to do the other motivational tool so (laughs) yeah well well, yeah i mean his job's not on the line yet so he's not he's not entertaining that option yet it doesn't seem but uh but uh i also appreciate that you know nate is equally livid as as is roy kent and he puts his he puts his elbow through through the window and like immediately wins the approval of Roy Kent. It's sure. hilarious to me. He just, he, um, he just loves stuff being broken. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of hard to tell, but like, as soon as he does that, Roy just looks at him and says, good lad. <laughs> it's, yeah. That's pretty funny. Uh, I don't think I, I caught that the first couple of times I watched it, but then Ted says, you know, pretty much get over it. Um, and he, he gets beard to put on some tunes in the locker room, some tribe called quest. Uh, which is one thing I wanted to say, and we'll probably talk about it later, but this series does have pretty dang good music in my opinion. Um, so I've got a, I've got a, I've got a playlist going on, uh, Apple music. I'll post a link to it at at some point on the website. So, yeah, that's good. Good call. So, um, Ted then goes up to try and convince Higgy boy and Rebecca to come on down. So the boys can see that they're still in his corner, but before we get there like rebecca's looking at all the negative press online and stuff and is kind of grinning from ear to ear she's clearly happy with the the trap she's laid for this because she's pretty proud of herself at this point but um but yeah so um hickey boy ends up coming down but before that we get to the parking lot with trent crim um do you notice how he always he always introduces himself trent crim the independent like yeah can he not do that? Like, yeah, I think that's, I mean, that's his thing. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Very formal. So, and and I said this in the first episode, so he has the same glasses on, I'm pretty sure. And I think it's just his thing to take them off uh, when he talks to people. But in the first episode, he took them off and immediately looked at them in disgust because he he was pissed (laughs) that the Yankee liked them. So, so he thought about throwing them away. That's what I'm going with. At least He, he certainly thought about ditching those things, but he went with the the ponytail in this episode though too. So, um, but I mean, Jamie, kind of, your quote of the episode, your lassoism of the episode is kind of turned around a little bit in this episode with Mister Krim because um, he pretty much says, you know, bad performance and stuff, and he's just, hey, I'm one of eleven. Like, don't yeah. blame me. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, he takes yeah. The, he takes the guidance and says, just like we lost. Yeah. not my fault. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? pretty much. Yeah, spread it around. Yeah. Yeah. So he clearly heard what Ted said, but he used it in the complete wrong way. It seems he's so, spinning it to his own. Uh, yeah. Benefit. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, but yeah. So we yeah, like I said, we find out Higgy Boy came down at, at Ted's invitation, which is again to your point. Like he seems to be uh, breaking barriers with Higgy. Um, he, he's warmed up to him for sure and wants to be part of the team, so to speak. Uh, also find out that the the gaffer has fixed fixed the water pressure in the in the showers as well um quite dramatically yeah yeah knocks one dude over which um seems a bit excessive but uh but yeah 
uh, it was funny nonetheless though. Um, and then, yeah, we, you know, they walk home again, they walk home. They don't, they don't take a car or anything. Um, which I don't know, maybe they did take a car and they just had to walk the last bit, I suppose. But, uh, we find out that, um, Rebecca is kind of looking at the army man at the end of the episode. She's looking at that army man kind of fondly and it's kind of smiling. So it seems that maybe she's, you know, rounding the bend a little bit and, and is beginning to like coach lasso. But unfortunately for Ted, <laughs> she then looks up to her TV and finds out more, more negative press about, uh, her ex-husband and uh, tells Higgy boy to proceed with the diabolical plan and trap that they've laid for him. And uh, um, also find out that Ted is the one that's been baking the biscuits for biscuits with the boss. So I love how that's intercut. Like she's taking him down as, as he's up late making, making the biscuits for their, for their meeting. So she'll never really find out where, where he acquired them because he, he made them. Yep. Yep. Higgy's boy, Higgy boy is on a fool's errand to find out where those things are from because they don't exist. You can't purchase them, but, uh, but yeah. So, solid. so you skipped, you skipped one scene, like the walk home from oh, yeah. bird and uh, Ted, there yeah, yeah. is a mention of Ted says um, bird by bird. Like, you know, like, you know, we just would take it a day at a time. And I was like, yeah, yeah. where's that coming from? And, and that is a book. Uh, which I think is, is going to go on my list. Um, oh, wow. Okay. Bird by Bird is a, is, a, is a book, some instructions on writing and life, which wow. I think okay. is, is, is interesting too, because, you know, Ted Lasso is a coach, but he's really yeah. just teaching yeah. his players how to live. So yeah. Um, yeah. I just thought that, that that's something I wanted to highlight. Um, yeah. But, but, you know, that You'll even though to... they lost, they lost the day, but yeah. Uh, but they, yeah. they, they feel still they, they've made some progress on the, uh, the project. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, whatever the smallest unit of measurement is over there, that's what they've done so far. It seems like, for but, sure. uh, well, you'll, you'll have to thank the intern for that research on that. I, uh, that one escaped me, I guess I, I didn't have a note for it, but, uh, but yeah, that's episode two. Um, the way it ends, we're, we're set up for episode three to start with a bang. It seems, but, uh, solid episode not as good as the pilot and so so next episode make sure you come with your uh king of the ring rankings because right now the one standing for me is the pilot so the pilot needs to be taken down or it's going to just keep keep winning so but anything else you wanted to add for the episode before we sign off uh, i think i think we covered it pretty thoroughly i think you you couldn't cover it any better <laughs> yeah it's it's i've heard we, we have tens of people that are wanting to listen to this and it's the number one ted lasso podcast in the fargo moorhead area um that's not official but uh that's what i've heard <laughs> so, 